0: Hello, good friends. Welcome to A Color Coded Symphony on the Air. I'm Irina Spiritu, coming to you from the unceded traditional territory of the Ohlone, here in Oakland, California. A Color Coded Symphony is a musical experience whose aim is to encourage openness and nurture curiosity towards cultures by connecting our ethnic origins to music and rhythms worldwide. Before I introduce our guest, we have some exciting news to share. The Lost Church San Francisco Theater has now reopened at the new location on 988 Columbus Avenue in North Beach. Check out the website for a calendar of events and performances from musicians, actors, magicians, poets, comedians, filmmakers, and so much more. And now back to the program. In this episode, we have Adrian Shamzad. A singer-songwriter, culture preserver, and teaching artist with a dynamic repertoire of songs in the styles of American folk, soul, rock, and traditional Iranian music that evoke a spirit of love and connection. We talk about her background in music, when and how she started singing in Farsi, her connection to her grandmother, her roots, Persian poetry, and more. Let's start with the song, Layli Lullaby. party. I don't know if that was your debut album. But you I just remember the glow in you. And I've I've always thought that you were amazing, kind of like an old soul that has so much, you know, wisdom and knowledge. and your voice, your songs are so beautiful. That album release would have been in 2008.
1: Wow, I was like, such a wee lass. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Tell us what you've been up to from 2008.
1: (laughs) We grew up only speaking English. My dad is Iranian, and he came here when he was 17. And he came here to play soccer in the 60s. And he came without his family he got recruited to play for a college in the bay area for saint mary's college and then he like did a did a deal with cal and then went to cal and they poached him and that's like my dad's whole journey was just in this country started in berkeley and he met my mom and my mom is american and is of european background swedish and you know and and he just stopped speaking in farsi at home so we just didn't grow up with it but i had this knowing in me from a really young age like this is something really deep in me that knows that i'm persian Mm. i didn't use the word iranian because i didn't That wasn't what the word we used, but I just knew that this was a part of me that I didn't understand, or it was just this mystical thing almost because it it came when I was 17, I, for some reason got this impulse to learn a song in Farsi and sing it at my school's like cultural appreciation talent show. Like, I don't know why I thought I wanted to do that, but I I already was like, you know, writing, writing songs, playing guitar, had been making music since I was a a little kid. I, you know, in all the plays and all the musicals, always a performer, always on stage, always writing, always creating. And then I wanted to learn a song in Farsi and I did. And I took that song with me for like ever until in 2016. (laughs) So that was like, I don't know, 14 years. And then I started learning for real from my teacher, Massa Baghdad, who'd had come to Berkeley um, after uh, the Iranian government basically told her she had to leave for singing. And their thing was she was performing on a rooftop, on her roof, in Tehran without a headscarf with her sister. And it was kind of the straw that broke the back of, of they had been kind of watching her because she was so vocal about, you know, women should be able to sing. And I don't, I'm not interested in any political thing with like, <laughs> but it's more it, in this conversation, but... Her journey just is so much a part of, you know, for me, it's really connected to the
0: reclamation
1: of my own culture.
0: How did you find out that she came to to Berkeley? It was
1: so like kind of magical and mystical. And I don't even remember. It just, I got this opportunity. Oh, I know what it was. (laughs) I'm just remembering. One of my best friends from high school was singing for Kitka. Women's Vocal Ensemble. She is, her name's Natalie Bartlett, and she was just a big part of my life after high school, and we were always really connected, and sort of spiritually connected. And she had heard about Massa and Marjan Vahdat and had been listening to them, and Kitka was really a big part of what brought Massa here to Berkeley because she was, they sponsored her, creatively. And so she came and did this collaboration with them. And Natalie invited me, you know, said, you should invite Adrian to come and, and our friend Lydia Haratunian, Lydia Violet. um, And it was this, yeah, this once kind of one off performance that Kika sang these songs in Farsi that Massa taught them. And then they featured me and Lydia. And we got to have um kind of be up there and share in that and it was and then i just started working with massa privately and that was how it all started
0: what a feeling i mean to, to to have this uh somebody that you can connect with from your roots have be with you in person and someone that you can you know learn from mm-hmm. and I mean how amazing I would how does that feel I'm trying to understand yeah.
1: oh it was so profound and I want to share this story about I, I had a dream about my my paternal grandmother my dad's mom whom I never met but when I when I was 17 and I graduated from high school and I'd learned this one Persian song my parents gave me this necklace of hers and it's the one family heirloom that I have. It's the one thing that I have of hers. I never met her. She died when I was 10. She never came and visited. And it's very complicated, obviously, between relations between the country and the two countries and all that stuff was always a barrier for us in having a a relationship. Uh And um, I had this dream about her and probably, like 2014 like two years before i i met massa and she came to me in this dream and she i know it was her because i checked with my aunt like what did she look like what did she sound like was this her and she was in the dream and she was just holding me and crying Uh and and then she just kept saying which means eat eat and she was feeding me from her hands and I, and I was just crying in her arms. It was it was like I really felt that she was there. And I woke up at three in the morning, and I with my pillow was soaked with tears, and I was crying. Mm. And I felt her, and I went and sat down and played a song on the piano and was just ca- singing out her name. You know, Fatima was just singing out her name in. 3am trying not to wake up my neighbors in my apartment building and this is my deep feeling that that connection that she made with me or her spirit or however it works I don't know but that was this doorway opening for me to make this connection with my teacher and with massa mm-hmm. and and when I started working with her it felt like that like she had been sent to me to to walk me through this threshold because for it's different for me now but when it started it was it was a very painful and scary to be mm. sort of daring enough to sing these songs not speak Farsi and then to perform them immediately I mean in front of people who this is their culture from birth and I'm gonna assume it in my American body and try to convey something authentic I mean it felt very vulnerable and I felt so much guilt you know first generation people feel this way it's like it was so intense it was so intense and it felt like this huge painful and tremendous blessing to have this person just be a liaison between me and my own self (laughs) and my own blood my own roots And it was so much more than than genetic heritage. It's a deep spiritual connection. And the music itself is centered around the sacred. It's centered around longing for connection with the capital B beloved, the beloved with the capital B, the divine, the that which we cannot see and we can also simultaneously see everywhere and cannot be explained and, you know, all that.
0: I certainly feel that in your songs. I mean, without even reading your bio, um, listening to your songs, I felt like you have you have two voices. Mm-hmm. You have the first of all. There's the Adrian voice that I remember, mm-hmm. this you know beautiful, already beautiful voice, right? And then you take it beyond this world. It becomes ethereal. So you're 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 taking us beyond this world. And you're like, you know, floating. I know this sounds kind of cheesy, but I really I love that. it.
1: Thank I you so it. much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt. I felt like you took us to another world with your voice. And then the other Adrian comes in, the other voice comes in. Um, and the voice is kind of like this earthy. So you're, you're, there's your high high register. And then the the earthy voice comes in and it kind of brings us back down to, to earth. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. And that's pretty powerful that you are able to do something like that. And then, of course, later on, I was reading your bio. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how I felt. <laughs> the first song that we played was Lely Lullaby. And here is Adrian talking about the background of the song.
1: Um, Masa taught me that that's her one of her pieces. Um, It's the melody is based on a a traditional Kurdish melody. And um, it's just a simple, like lullaby poem. And um, What were the instrumentations
0: in there? Oh, man,
1: it was so fun. So it's such a Bay Area uh, collection of people. Faisal Zedan is the Uh, the percussionist Mm -hmm. he plays Arabic percussion he's an amazing Syrian American artist musician and teacher just such an he's so awesome and brilliant and really wonderful um, upright bass player Skylar Carr uh, who who played on that one and then um, one of my high school friends who's also an incredible super talented famous awesome uh, musician Graham Patzner played violin
0: Ooh. and
1: then I played guitar and sang on it and it's it was the first piece that I sort of adapted to or maybe it was the second piece that I adapted to guitar and just played and I wrote I wrote the, a verse in English and mm-hmm. again it was my it, that one that one was a kind of calling out to my grandma you know mm-hmm. when I was a bird I sailed over the heart of the sea it's like we, we we're still connected in the other realms you know we're always looking for each other and and that love that reaching is um yeah in the song hopefully let's listen
0: to another song this is called love you without fear mm-hmm.
2: There's nothing to lose, okay?
0: That was your original song right yes yeah i I love when you said meet me in the afterlife when when none of us have names i just love that thank you oh my gosh you just take us to another world um so so yeah was there an inspiration to that to that song or Uh,
1: you know i'd love to say that that one also came from from like some cosmic thing but it was actually i wrote it i had this it was like a, a love song about someone that I knew we would never be together in this lifetime, but I could I think we've all felt that with about somebody. Absolutely. It's the connection is so deep and you just want it to materialize. Mm-hmm. But it's never gonna happen and it, it's the worst. <laughs> this song just came to me one night and then, but now when I sing it, I don't even really remember who it was about. I mean, I know, I know who it's about, but, (laughs) but it's more, you know, it, it has a deeper meaning to me now. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's about, I mean, I started writing it about this person, but then pretty quickly I realized it's, um, it's about life and everybody's love story for everything all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. every time you're in a fight with somebody that you love and you can't, connect with them and you can't see who they really are because all you can see is their persona and not their true self which is you know timeless and formless majnun nabudam means i wasn't crazy and it's a a traditional folk song that was um, kind of brought back into the popular uh Iranian music uh like, ear and uh by an artist named Sima Bina, who is an incredibly devoted female artist who's just her whole life's work is like collecting and preserving these really special songs from all around all the regions of iran and and she also was banned and f- from performing and Anyway, so so Massa taught me that one as well. And then in the beginning of the song it's um a um a shorter poem a different melody from from the radif from the traditional repertoire from another poet named Baba Talher, who's I think a 12th 13th century 12th century poet. Mm-hmm. And I put them together. And the guitar player is um an amazing guitar player named mateo lugo who uh, we've known each other for many years he's doesn't he un, he unfortunately moved home to puerto rico but mm-hmm. good for him but sad for us yeah. but he's playing guitar on that one
0: here is majnun nabudam
2: Nadonam. کدوم کوح و کمر بوی تو داره یار کدوم ماه جلوه بوی تو داره همون ماهی که از خبر زنت سر یار نشون از تاقه در هوا نخش زمین یار خدوم من گشتارو یارم نگینه خدا به من نگهدارن نگین باش او آخر همینه مجلون Arya Arya Alors dokhtar ke muhaye taburiyan miravi rahet odure pe hamun miravi zuzibiyayi ya kya atishlardan o mesle tanure achnu Achade hold on, Bidu, no care thee, Ori, 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 i When I saw you, my breath was taken from me like a rose in bloom. You give your love.
0: Here's Adrian talking about that last song, Love Song in the Void.
1: There's a there's something in um in it in this tradition called Tahrir and it's these vocal melodies that don't have words and all of the melodies can be you can take the you can take the poem that's associated with the melody and change it. So the, mm. po- the poetry is like the carrier for the melody, but mm. there's parts of every one of these songs that you learn um, that are intended to be wordless. So it's the moment where you're just vocalizing and calling out. And that's when you hear like, oh, 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 that kind of crackle in the voice. Mm. That's like part of the, the tradition that's part of the tradition so it's part of the tahrir that that, um that you learn and so i yeah and brought it into that song to kind of because the song is about my response to reading this hafez ghazal this long form sacred love poem um a translation of it from the original on Farsi and like knowing while I was reading the translation that I wasn't, that the translation wasn't sufficient to understand Mm -hmm. what was being conveyed. And I had this beautiful experience while I'm reading the translation of feeling that in the absence, in, in what was absent in the translation, in the ling, the language and in the English, was some information that was given to me in from the poet from Hafez, who's like you know the i mean the heart of persian language poetry there's Hafez. i mean so important you know and i felt that i was being i don't know shushed like it's okay that you don't read the words let this spirit that's here in this poem penetrate your heart and mm-hmm. and i felt it penetrate my heart and the longing that i felt and not being able to read it was so intense and i felt so mad <laughs> and then i wrote this song in english just to be like man this is intense <laughs> i'm out here in the void of of not knowing but but trusting that there's something in here that is real and I I'm just trusting my sense I'm not I'm I don't know I don't understand but I trust it and that's what that where that song comes from you know it's like I just it's my favorite song that I've ever written and I keep writing really awesome songs I think that are so good but but that piece just it's just I just think it's so fun I love singing it it feels so vulnerable and and awesome to share it with people and I love that um, people seem to kind of like it. I'm just so happy <laughs> and cool. I can't wait to record it for real. Tazarv and Daram Omidi are also from that concert um, at the Freight and Salvage from the same one uh, from Love Song in the Void mm-hmm. and that's two songs um, those are also both from Masan, Marjan. The first piece um, you know I'd love to read you the translation of that so tazarv was written by marjan vahdat and that's massa my teacher's sister she wrote the poem and based the melody from a, a kurdish melody and this is the translation of this is such a beautiful poem it's i just love it so much tazarv is a, is a pheasant it's a type of bird it's like so beautiful um so beautiful when it's flying i am the bird atop the cypress that stands tall in your soul i will follow you to the seventh sky i am the reed bed silent and warm i am the blue flower that grows out where the sun never sets i am the drop of dew that sparkles only for your light like the shade come and embrace me for i am the missing piece of your heart i am the one who comforts all your old sorrows i am the sound of ladies nay singing to the land i am the bitter wine on the lips of the drunken majnun gorgeous wow (laughs) thank you (laughs) you're so welcome (laughs) That that one was, I was able to contribute to that translation, which I, I love. I love that so much. The second piece is Daram um, Omidi, means I have hope, made by Marjan, that same woman. And the poem is uh, a contemporary poet uh, named Muhammad Ibrahim Jafari. And that piece is the one that they sang on their rooftop and got in trouble for it. You know, I have hope, and the translation is, I have hope. In your sky, I have seen a white cloud. Oh, beautiful cloud. Oh, unbroken horse. A lonely horseman rides while touching your mane. A restless, lonely rider. A cave who came for making change. A lover who is looking forward to meeting the beloved one. Oh, plains, have you seen the solitary rider from the dream? In the sky and on earth, is anybody like him? The messenger who never talks, but who has so many tales to tell. The untamed white cloud of our dream. I have hope, I have hope. Oh, country, I have hope. And in that, one has a spirit of of a of a protest song, in in a deep way, you know, mm-hmm. in these subversive ways that we people have to do in um, in these situations where their every word is being analyzed and you know scrutinized, singing that song and. I sing sing them both together because they're in the same mode. I am the bird atop the cypress that stands tall in your soul. I will follow you to the seventh sky. I am the reed bed, silent and warm. I am the blue flower that grows out where the sun never sets. A drop of dew that sparkles only in your light. Like the shade, come and embrace me, for I am the missing piece of your heart. I am the one who comforts all of your old sorrows. I am the sound of Lely's neigh singing to the land. I am the bitter wine on the lips of that drunken maginoom.
2: Das Alloye, das Alloyen. As best as the old mean she not taxa, taxa, old, chashma is-
0: I teach
1: I teach voice I've I've been teaching since I was a teenager I've always loved teaching and working with people and um but yeah I started teaching voice serious I mean I taught guitar since I was really young but then I started teaching voice about I don't know uh yeah like 12 years ago um and I do one-on-one lessons. I teach workshops. I don't know when this is coming out, but I am doing a, a songwriting workshop, singing and songwriting workshop at the Freight and Salvage on Zoom, which is awesome. And I can say that um, I teaching is a part of my artistic mission and, and purpose and expression. And it's it's been such an enriching thing for me. And um, I love working with people and I love being supportive and guiding people through their own musical exploration. And it just feels like like my students are such a big part of my life. So Mm -hmm. come on, join me, everyone. It's really fun. And I'm recording (laughs) a new album. I'm recording two albums right now. I'm recording all the English stuff and then this kind of crossover bridge music with Farsi and English. And they'll be out in 2023.
0: You can find out more about Adrienne's workshops and all her upcoming shows and new recordings on her website at adrianshamzad.com And she will also be performing at the Lost Church in San Francisco on October 28th, co-billing with Zoe Fitzgerald Carter. So check that out at thelostchurch.org. Thanks again for joining us. I'm Irene 2 A Color Coded Symphony is a musical experience whose aim is to encourage openness and nurture curiosity towards cultures by connecting our ethnic origins to music and rhythms worldwide. Check us out at colorcodedsymphony.com and a big thanks again to The Lost Church for providing a platform for our show. Again, check out their calendar for live in-person shows and radio programs at thelostchurch.org. Till next time, take care, peace, and love to you all.